0: All right, let's get this show on the road. I, have, I have no time for Papa Paz today and no energy either. All right. Hi, how you guys doing? My name is Tom Duggan here. We're going to pay attention podcast. Hi, atop Two Guys Smoke Shop at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. we got a pretty good show for you today. We've got Rich Russell from the Lawrence City Council, who's been trying forever to get on the Lawrence City Council. He finally made it. So, congratulations to Rich. Um, a couple of things I want to get to before we talk to Rich. Um, to talk about before we t- get to Rich. Uh, I, I was very surprised this morning. I posted a, just randomly. I was watching TV about what's going on in Hawaii, and uh, I was watching CNN, and they were showing all the Red Cross workers, and it it reminded me how horrible the Red Cross is. So I made a little post online about how you should never, ever, ever give money to the Red Cross, ever. Um, they, do, they do these shady things, like they set up... Um, like a, a hotline with the name of the disaster in it, like 1 800 Hurricane Relief or 1 800 Help Hawaii. And the money that you give does not go into a fund. You need to understand this. The money that you give does not go into a fund for that specific disaster. And the money that you give almost never goes to the people in that disaster. Um, the money goes for administration. I think the head of the Red Cross makes somewhere upwards of almost a million dollars or more. Uh, The people who work there make tons of money. Um, And what was really surprising about this is usually when I post something like this, uh, the reaction I get on Facebook, and I always like to gauge my reaction because we've got like 16,000 followers on Facebook. So it's a pretty good representative sample of what people out there are thinking. And normally when I post something like this, I get like 50% pushback. Come on, Tom. They do good work. And then the other 50% kind of agrees with me. So far today, it's like 90% people kicking the shit out of the Red Cross, giving their personal stories. In fact, one guy who fights with me on a regular basis because he hates Donald Trump like crazy and is constantly fighting with me on Facebook came on today and said, yeah, I volunteered for them during one disaster. You're not going to believe the corruption that goes on in the Red Cross. Then another guy came on underneath and talked about um, – the. we posted a story. I actually won an award from the New England Press Association in 2006 Called Red Cross for a story called Red Cross Nightmare. We had a flood in Lawrence in 2006. And after two days in a shelter, uh, the Red Cross pulled up and decided that they were skipping town. And they notified everybody in the shelter that they got to get out and started taking people's belongings and putting them in plastic bags and putting them on the sidewalk. And at the time, I was very friendly with the mayor, who was Mike Sullivan in Lawrence, and the mayor of Methuen was Billy Manzi. And I called both of them and said, you're not going to believe what's going on down here, because I just happened to be there when it happened. And they both came down, and you should have seen the National Red Cross administrators who were there running around trying to pull down the signs as they saw the mayors coming that said everyone has to be out by 3 p.m. And it was, and, and they got confronted, and they started lying. And I'm standing there while they're lying to both mayors and State Representative Willie Lantigua, by the way, um, and I'm standing there while this is all going on, and they're lying, and I just spoke up and said, I was here, gentlemen, I was here when you got up and you made the announcement that everyone has to go, why are you lying? Um, and one of the things that we learned through that in 2006 is that when they put people up in shelters for usually 24 <laughs> to 48 hours, what they don't tell those people is, that most of the people in the shelter were under the, uh, under the impression or misimpression That while they were there, Red Cross people were making phone calls to try and find them shelter. They weren't. They weren't. They weren't doing any of that. They put them up so that when the cameras showed up, they could say, look how great we are. Please donate more money. And then the minute the cameras went away, they were putting people's belongings in trash bags and literally putting them on the sidewalk and putting them out. And we took pictures and video of all of it. Still, if you Google... Valley Patriot Red Cross Nightmare, that story will come up. We won a New England Press Association Award for that. Nothing has changed. In fact, it's gotten worse. It's gotten far worse. If you really want to help someone involved in a disaster, if you really feel bad for people in a hurricane disaster or what's going on in Hawaii, just do a little bit of research. Find a local organization that knows people, family members who live locally, who are family members of people in the disaster. Contact them directly and give directly to the victims directly. I want to say directly like five more times, because if you give to the Red Cross, if you give to the what's the other what's the other big one, Rich that uh, that that takes all the takes all the uh, all the money for administration. I can't remember the other one. Um, United Way. United Way. You give to the United Way. You give to the Red Cross. You throw. You might as well open your window and throw the money out, because all of that money is going for. And it's sad, but what they do is. The Red Cross pays off the media. They pay off CNN. They pay off Fox News. They pay off the local media to make sure that they only get positive press. And whenever somebody complains, whenever somebody <coughs> tries to raise uh, issues that I'm talking about today, then the media attacks that person. And four, five, and seven will go crazy digging into that person's background and finding out you know, some allegation from their ex-wife to try and discredit them so that no one will listen but I'm going to tell you right now, through firsthand experience and second and third hand experience that I've had with the Red Cross over the years, never, ever, ever give your money to the Red Cross. So I want to start the show with that because uh, I know there's a lot of good good people out there who mean well, who want to help, and they think that writing a check to the Red Cross is going to help. That money is not going to go to the people in Hawaii. I'm just telling you right now, it's not going to go there. It's going to go to a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, I also want to say our condolences to Frank Kahn's family, F- uh, Frank Can from FH Can. He's also the, uh, was the treasurer of TMF. He was very instrumental in helping TMF. TMF is the movement family. Uh, they're the kids that, excuse me, <coughs> volunteer their time Wednesday nights to feed the homeless. Frank Kahn has been very instrumental in helping them get their nonprofit status, in helping them get donations, uh, in helping them. Really kind of worked their way from just a bunch of kids feeding pizza to the homeless to what it is today. And uh, he passed away this this past week. I was at the wake yesterday. It was, it was probably the, one of the saddest wakes I've been to in a long time. Um, I, 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 I feel the loss because I knew Frank well, but I, I really feel the loss more for the community because we ran into Frank and his family at Lawrence High Alumni Dinners giving – thousands of dollars in scholarships to kids at the Lawrence exchange club scholarship dinner, where Frank gave thousands of dollars to kids. And in fact, if you pick up this this edition of the Valley Patriot, there's a story in here. Uh, it's a small one, but there's a story in here, uh, about the exchange club giving thousands of dollars just last month to a bunch of kids for scholarships. And we, we listed not knowing that Frank, Frank was almost about to pass away. I think it was a surprise to all of us. Um, the, how much money the exchange gave versus how much money Frank Ken gave out of his pocket. And that's the kind of person that Frank was. And I know that we're going to feel it with the homeless community. I know that people who uh, go out and try and raise money for scholarships for local kids, they're going to feel it. And, uh, and, and so uh, I, I, my condolences to the family, but also my condolences to the community. Because the community is going to feel this loss a year from now when... Local organizations are trying to do good things. There's not going to be a Frank can there to help out. And uh, and so uh, the world was a much better place with a guy like Frank Kane in it. I'll tell you that much. And so to his family, to everybody at TMF that's feeling it, we just want to let you know that we're thinking about you. Uh, one more thing. Tomorrow night at the China Blossom, at I think it's at 8.30. Let me just double check here. Let me pull it up. Uh, tomorrow night at 8.30 at China Blossom is going to be the round two of the Comedy contest. Now, I've been asked to be a judge for tomorrow night for round two, and uh, this is always something – I, I always I always have a lot of fun when I get asked to do stuff like this because it's not political, so it's not controversial. People don't get angry at you. Um, they did this a, the year before COVID at Salvatore's. I had so much fun. I had so much fun at this. Uh, it's only $10 to get in. So you come in, you order some food, you get a great comedy night, and you – I want to encourage people to come to this. I'm not making any money, by the way. I do this for free. But uh, I want to encourage people to to come to this because in this environment where everybody's so offended by everything, comedians have a really tough job. And I remember at Salvatore's a few years ago, right before COVID when I did this, somebody actually started heckling the comedian because she was offended and got up and walked out and made like a big spectacle out of it. And it's got to be tough. Because 20 years ago, you didn't have this. People, comedian could get up and talk about anything he wanted. Could make racial jokes, could make jokes about women, could make jokes about whatever he wanted, and people would just laugh. People would just have fun. And today, everybody's so angry. Everybody's got a pole up their ass today. And so it's very tough for these guys and and so I want to encourage you to come, come, cheer on the comedians, laugh, have something to have something to eat, have something to drink, uh, and you can hang out with me. We'll be we'll be in the bar afterwards, having a little bit of fun. I don't drink, but I'll buy you guys a drink. How's that? So uh, we got that. I also want to thank our sponsors, and we'll get right to Rich. I'm sorry, Rich, underwear. Yeah, no problem. Uh, McLennan Real Estate, Century Twenty One, Zanny Pesci Law Office, Marsan and Son Construction. Ronnie Marsan is going to be here next week. Uh, he's a former city councilor in Methuen. He's running again this year. He's running in the East District. We want all of our friends to make sure they vote for Ronnie Mars, and he's a really good guy, does a lot for the veterans, and, uh, and he was a pretty good city councilor, too. We didn't always agree. In fact, sometimes we really vehemently disagreed. But I always knew when we disagreed that he believed what he was doing was the right thing, and, and I always liked that. Like, I was telling Una Ziegler that yesterday. I ran into Una Ziegler, the president of the Methuen City Council, one of the few people on the council that I still like. And I told him, I said, you know, I, I like you because when we disagree, I know you're not just disagreeing because you're taking a position that other people want you to take. You're not a puppet for anybody. You really believe what you're saying, and you really believe that your position is the correct position to take. So uh, we're looking forward to that. I also want to think EIS investigation and gun training. Barelli's Deli. Wait, we have tomorrow's sandwich of the day. Do we have that? Tomorrow- this is tomorrow's sandwich of the day. Ah, look at that. This is the Italian Vera. So I'm, I'm just warning you right now. If you show up at 1 o'clock tomorrow, they say they serve till 4. But if you show up at like 1 o'clock tomorrow, this is going to be gone. I've gone a few times after noon, and they're already sold out. This is the Italian Vera. Get there early. It's mortadella, capicola salami, provolone, hot cherry peppers, diced tomatoes, onions, pickles, and oil. I'll probably get mine without the oil. I'm not really much of an oil guy, but look how great that looks. And I also want to thank Borelli's Deli. They came to TMF last night and donated all the food for the homeless. And I think they brought, I think I lost count at 10 trays of food. And this wasn't like crap food either. This isn't like, you know, wedding food or food that you get like we you go to a one political fundraiser. This was like chicken palm, veal palm. This was uh, broccoli and ziti. It was really good food. It was like their top of the line stuff. I was a little disappointed. No sausages. I was looking for the hot sausages because that's like my favorite that they make. Um, but, but such great guys. And they didn't just come and drop the food off. Now, I appreciate any, any food place that wants to donate food. They come and they bring the food and then they leave. And that's fine. I don't want to denigrate anyone who does that because it's great that they come. But it's even better when they come and they stay. So the guys from Borelli's came last night and they stayed the entire night. In fact, they were still there when I left. They were serving food, they were talking to the homeless, they were talking to people about their lives were all about, they were having that one-on-one, and that's what's really important about servicing the addicted and the homeless community, in any community, but especially in Lawrence, is talking to these people and finding out what their story is and figuring out, like, why they're where they are, because then we all kind of get together afterwards and talk about how we can help certain individuals, and that's how you know, Michael and Nancy and Kevin and myself and a bunch of other people, that's how we figure out, like, who among these people can we help the best? Like, who is it that, uh, you know, there's a lot of people on the streets that don't want help. But there are a lot of people in the streets that do want help. And so we try to target those individuals. We'll feed anybody. We try to target those individuals to get them into rehab, to get them into transitional housing, to get them apartments, to get them jobs, to get them transportation. And it's really a one-stop shop, TMF. Uh, is a, like a one-stop shop for the homeless. So I have actually more to say about this. Um, I wanna, I'm gonna, next week, I may be talking about the MVRTA and the scummy thing that they tried to pull last week, uh, but I'm going to hold that because we got rich here. I also want to thank Tomo and Shaken and Seafood, Clear Path for Veterans New England, the Mercurio Law Office, AFC Urgent Care, Pleasant Valley Landscaping, our, our buddy Dave <coughs> Id Consoli, uh, Stacks in Haverhill, Loaded, in Haverhill, part 28 in Salem, New Hampshire, and a free show to JG's. I also have one more shout-out. Let's do this. Do we have that that other photo? So um, they're not sponsoring the show. But you know, uh, in my lifetime, I've had 100 people say, Tom, try the lamb. We'll be out somewhere, and they'll say, Tom, try the lamb. I got the lamb. It's really good. I don't like lamb. Well, so I thought. Over the years, I've always said, okay, I'll try a piece because nobody ever takes no for an answer. Come on, try it, try it, try it, try it. They, people are always pushing food on you, right? So I always try it and say, yeah, it's, it's just too gamey. I don't really like it. Well, I was at Sevmars about a month and a half ago with my buddy Octavian Spanner, and he got the lamb chops. And he couldn't finish it, so he gave me his last lamb chop. And I was still hungry. So, because I eat a lot. I don't know if you can tell. I've got this Buddha belly here now. Um, and I was still hungry, so I said, you know what? I don't really like lamb that much, but I'm hungry, so I'm just going to eat it. Oh, my God. Jocelyn at Sevmars in Salem, New Hampshire, has the best lamb chops I have ever had in my life. And again, this is from a guy that doesn't like lamb, or so I thought. Apparently, it's just the way they make it. Um, So we made, we named, (laughs) this is the dish that she's got right now. Uh, This is the lamb chop dinner. And we actually, this was so good that I named this our, this is going to be our first ever uh, dish of the month. So from now on, we're going to do a dish of the month. We're going to go to different, because I'm a, I'm a, I eat out four nights a week anyway, so if I'm going to be out anyway, why not like, give some free shout-outs to the restaurant places in the Merrimack Valley that are doing a great job, even though that she's not a sponsor of this show. Uh, but t- just take a look at how good that looks, because actually just looking at that right now up on the screen makes me want to go there after, after the show and, and have some of that, but I can't. i got to go to Borelli's. All right, so in the studio we have today, and by the way, thank you, Chris. You've got something tonight, right? Yeah, we've got music bingo at Sadie's Bar and Grill here in Salem, New Hampshire. And the money's going to uh the this this month is TMF. TMF <laughs> Yeah, all the proceeds going uh, outside of prizes, obviously. Go to TMF. If, if it wasn't like the day of, the, of Frank's funeral, I'm sure everybody would be there tonight. But know, we're going to be there yeah. next week. I'm going to make yep. an effort next week. We're definitely going to be there. <clears throat> and then we need everyone there the week after because the last Thursday of the month, that's the big where we give the check over. Oh, that's the, great. Okay. Yeah. All right. So for the next two weeks, we're going to be at uh, yes. at Sadie's on Thursday, Thursday nights. Is? So Rich Russell, Vietnam veteran, a hero, by the way, and I don't say that lightly, a hero. He's actually in our book. He's actually uh, he's in my book called Heroes in Our Midst. Uh, he's been a feature on the Valley Patriots Hero in Our Midst uh, column, which is on the front page of every edition on the bottom fold. Um, has been running for city council for as long as I can remember, and 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 has never really come close until the last election. And the last election, he came in fourth out of like. I don't know. I think there were nine initially. It was nine and six in the final. They they kicked out three, and then it was fourth, fourth out of six. So he came in fourth, but barely lost. And then Pavel Piano, who won that race, got elected state senator, which opened up a seat on the city council, which then went to. Rich Russell by City so, Chatter. So now, so now, finally, Rich Russell finds himself on the city council, and Rich is one of these gadflies that always goes to every meeting anyway, long before he got on the council, and always had something to say. And so I thought, what a great way to uh, to what, what a great thing it would be to have him here to talk. Now that he's on the inside, about what has changed. Now that you're on the inside, you see how the sausage is made. Yeah. is it better? Is it worse? Oh. What do you think? It's, no, it's worse. It's worse. worse. <laughs> yes. I've, I've worked. I've worked some slimy places
1: as a as a surveyor. I've worked in railroad tunnels. I spent three years at night working in the MBTA tunnels. That place was clean compared to politics. Com- to politics, oh, you get into you get into two hundred Common Street. It's a different entity. Uh, being the being the young pup, the senior citizen on the thing, but the young pup, uh, age wise, uh, time wise. Uh, uh, you
0: know how I'm treated, you can imagine I, I, I can imagine, I do yeah. watch some of those yeah. meetings But I'll tell you that a lot of the counselors that I talk to privately Say, especially, and I'm even going to tell you who one of them is Estella Reyes, yeah, so know- said, yeah. said to me one day You know, I used he used to really aggravate me when he'd get up at every meeting to talk I didn't think he'd be a good counselor But boy, he's turned out to be a pretty good counselor
1: Well, that's the secret I mean, I I, I started doing what I was doing The public participation uh Shortly before my wife died in two thousand and eleven and I would I live close enough, I could walk down to City Hall in ten minutes. So I'd be going out the front door and my wife at the time she would say she'd be watching it on the on the cable. She'd say, Now remember Rich, be nice. Well, my wife died in April of two thousand and eleven. I, I don't have to be, be nice anymore. anymore. But it is what it is. <laughs> and no, I, I I've talked I mean I, I'll be honest, if looks could have killed, I would have, uh, you would have been attending my funeral shortly after the uh, the uh, vote on the city budget because I voted against it. I mean, I, Estella sits next to me. I got good peripheral vision from being a surveyor. You know, I know what's going on. I could see, I could feel the look just burning. She did not like me voting against it. But again, there were issues in that uh, budget I could not go for. and I mean, uh, I was not the only one uh, If if... Giovanni Rodriguez, he voted against it, and uh, I'm pretty sure somebody else would. Have, if things had been a little bit different, I think there would have been another vote, but they needed six votes to pass the budget.
0: So uh, so what was so horrible in this budget? This is the, Mayor de Pena's budget. Yes. What was so horrible in this budget that made you vote no? Uh, him wanting to create
1: new assistant positions, an assistant fire chief that outranked the deputy chiefs. Likewise, he wanted to create a new position, uh, an assistant inspectional service director. Uh, likewise, I uh, I don't think there was something involved with the police department to it, and uh, another position that he wanted to create. It was positions that he could create because they were outside civil service, uh-huh. and uh, you know, and he w- and it was a position that it was not a department head, so it wouldn't come down t- to the council for our approval. It would it, be a political position, is it, basically what yes, you Yes, it would be. Yeah. And there were uh, there were several names that were being uh, bandied about as to who was going to be taking uh, what positions, and uh, several of those individuals uh, were not well liked by the people that, in that department, right? You know, right. it is what it is. I'm not going to mention names, uh, but uh, again, it is what it is. I mean, uh, I, I I'm going to use a Howie freeze so and he he sells his stuff. He's I'm a cheap bastard. Okay, this money is coming out of most of the people in City Hall do not live in Lawrence, but they're spending the citizens' money like it's their own. Right, and uh, I can't go for that. I'm a taxpayer. And I, I, I see my taxes go up. I, I paid ninety five thousand bucks for my house twenty some odd years ago, and now it's up to uh, it's assessed to two hundred and fifteen thousand. Wow. Yeah. It, I, I, somebody want to give me two fifteen? Fine. I'm out of here. Right. No, I'm not. I'll find another place. I'll find
0: a closet to live in. Although, although, in in all fairness, though, as someone who doesn't live in Lawrence, yes. and sees all of the millions and know, millions I know, I know of dollars it. going into Lawrence. I know it. Uh, those of us on the outside would really be happier if people in Lawrence were paying more of their own I, freight. I, I, I agree with
1: you wholeheartedly. But okay. the thing that amazes me is there has not been a, a huge hue and cry from people outside of Lawrence right. that are saying, Why are we, wh- what do we got to show for what we are giving you? Right. Well, all we got is crime statistics. Right. Uh, allegedly, with the the fentanyl capital of eastern Massachusetts, eastern New England. Yeah. You know, I mean. Uh, well that's something we can't Let's re- talk about crime for a minute Because okay, crime. Yes. Uh, I've got
0: an item that I'm putting on uh, Probably not the next agenda But the one after that because we've got something for TMF For the next agenda yep. um, The police department encrypted their scanner So that nobody could see what was, what they oh, were really doing Oh yes thank you Dan <laughs> And well Dan and, and, and Roy Full, full disclosure yep. um, The stated reason was officer safety Which we all know is bullshit Yep and we all know that what it's really about is just making con- the city look good, right? Concealing the crime stats so that yeah. Lawrence doesn't look bad, as if Lawrence, as if, as if if we, as if the media didn't report on one crime stat in a year, people would go, "Oh, Lawrence is better now." Yeah. No one thinking that.
1: Yeah. you can right? you can get the FBI crime stats, but they're they're what a year? Yeah, or a year and a half right. old. That doesn't right. do you any good. Right. I want to know what's happening. Uh, Basically right now. I mean, I'm at a point, well, I'm still a a scanner enthusiast. And I mean, I'll be honest, to get some of the police news, I'm listening to the fire department. Because fire department responds to a lot of police calls Mm -hmm. uh, where there's a medical incident involved in
0: it. Right. uh, So I tried to work with, with, um, with Chief Montas. Yeah. Uh, I know you're going to say he's not the chief. It's Chief Makati, but, oh, but let's face it. I, I know Chief Makati's not the chief. Montas mm. is the actually mm. the chief right now. Yes, and um, and please save your hate mail because I, I will totally go off on you if you give yeah. me a hate mail on that one. Um, so I, I I tried to work with these guys and the bullshit answers that I got. Were about oh you here's a picture of of a guy that, that got shot that you posted on Facebook. Why should we let you have a scanner? And it's like, well, you either believe in transparency in government, yep. or you don't. And I don't see Boston, New York, San Francisco. Well, San Francisco, I think might maybe going that a lot of though. a lot of them are going uh, crypto, right? But that's because they're starting to see that if they can conceal their crime stats, yeah. their mayors will look better. Yes, right? exactly. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to. Two meetings from now have on the agenda to have the city council pass a city ordinance that makes the police scanner public the way it was before. Now, the way it was before is at, all the regular calls were public. Mm-hmm. And then if they had a reason, like a good reason, yep. there was an encrypted channel that they could go to. For example, there's a hostage situation. Yep. They don't want the guy in the house to have a scanner yep. and know what door they're coming in. Yep. So they go over to the encrypted channel. I, I can live with
1: I can live with the system a thuan has. They have they have channel A, which is their their basic uh, regular duty channel, right. and then if there is something going on, like you said, a hostage situation or uh, uh, a shooting uh, scenario or a very bad accident, they will
0: go to channel B, which is encrypted. Right. i got no
1: problem yeah, with that. Yeah, I have that. no problem with
0: that either, as no. long as they're not abusing it, right? Yep. So what, what we were finding is right before they encrypted the scanner, uh, the police department started getting cute, and they knew that I was out there because i go yep. live on Facebook. Yep. And uh, all of a sudden, if it was if it was a shooting which is not a reason to go to an encrypted channel. All of a sudden, everyone was told to go to, to channel B, mm-hmm. attack two. Yeah. And then they would dispatch the shooting call. And I would have to, have to actually like, drive through the city and find a cruiser that's, that's whipping through the city and then yeah. follow them to the scene yeah. to find out what was going on. Then I'd get there and find out it was a shooting. So we know that this is about concealing crime stats so that they can lie about their crime stats to the public. I've tried very hard to work with these guys Will you? Will you? While you're on the city council, will you help me push? I, I definitely will to make this a city ordinance and make it happen. You, you and I, and there was one other
1: individual were the three people that were the cause right. of them going encrypted. Right. That's and, no secret. And we need
0: to reverse it now yeah. while you and Estella yeah. are still on the city council, yeah. because because come January that may change, and and I don't want to have to you know. I don't want to have to fight for another two more years to get a scanner. And let's face it, and I don't want to take up too much more time on this because there's other stuff to get to. But, you know, I was told multiple times by people on, say, Brook Street in Lawrence, Mm -hmm. they'd say – I'd hear gunshots outside, and I had to go to work. And I was afraid to go out and get in my car to go to work because I heard gunshots. But then I put on the scanner and I'd hear them say, Hey, car 422 to the station, yeah. it's a bunch of kids with fireworks. Then I knew it was safe to go outside. Yeah. Or I'd hear, Yeah, we've got multiple victims, uh, you know, there's guns, and then I'd know not to go outside. Yeah. And so uh, this isn't just something for the press, for us, this is for the public to no. understand. Listen, they work for us, Mm -hmm. and in the age of George Floyd, shame on Captain Montas, by the way, but uh, in the age of George Floyd where we're being told by the media and by minorities and by the Democrat Party that cops are out there gunning down brown people for fun, why would they then allow, if they really believed that, why would they then allow the police scanner to be encrypted so we can't watch what the police are doing? I know what. You know what I'm saying? You know,
1: the th- the thing that gets me is that their their basic thing is well, they 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 could have a scanner. Well, it's a federal crime to have a be in possession of a scanner using it during to, during, during, crime. during during a listening. Right. Why doesn't why don't they go after them? Right. On a on federal charges and really right. slap them. You know, do it, do it a couple of times and people are going to wake up. Yep. You know? I was
0: promised by June 1st I'd have a scanner. Yeah. And the chief shook my hand. Yeah. And he gave me his word. What's the date today, Trissy? August 17th. August 17th, we still don't have a scanner. So I've been quiet about this for a long time because I'm trying to give them a chance to actually do the right thing. But now I think I'm I'm done waiting.
1: Well, okay. Now, this is something a lot of people don't realize. When they went encrypted, I did get the RFP for the new radio system. They were supposed to get a system very similar to what the state police have, a trunk system. And you could have had upwards of, uh, you could have put the entire uh, police and DPW, well, the DPW, they use their cell phones anyways. But you could have put the entire city uh, radio communication system on a trunk system. Right. Okay. Okay. The police could have had an encrypted channel. I mean, the state police got encrypted channels, but, but I, I listened to I listened to the state police all the way out to Worcester. Me too. I, I listened to Dinric. The, um, well, that's down down in Delaware, but natural resources. I listened to them out almost up to the New York line on that system. Mm-hmm. It, it, the system can work, but all of a sudden, when it came time to do the system, uh, I won't mention who it was. They decided to. No let's forget about the trunk system i mean i got I got the paperwork at home somewhere then let's forget about the trunk system. Let's just get another channel okay they kept the uh the snoo channel the one at four fifty three meg mm-hmm. and then they kept the four eighty two channel and then they gave them uh one or two channels up in four sixty uh, how how is that really improving our system it it, it did not it didn't no You know, but again, you know and I know why it was done. It was, uh, it was done under the guise of uh, improving the image of Lawrence being a safe place.
0: Yeah, and no one's going to ever believe that whether you encrypt your scanner or not. I know it. And no one, no one's ever going to believe that. So, and you know, the 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 rank and file that I talked to want this to be encrypted They want the public they, they, to be able they, to see what's going they could,
1: on. They could live with public transparency, but uh, the ones that I've talked to—it's the higher ups. It's, it's yeah. the sergeants, the captains, the lieutenants. They—they they, they don't want—they don't want instantaneous transparency. Right. They—they they can live with maybe a
0: five-minute delay. Yeah, we negotiated that. Yeah. And then—and then, and then yeah. Captain Montas put a stop to it. Yeah. It and is because he's friends with the mayor. Yeah. All of a sudden, everything came to a grinding halt, yeah. and, and I get total bullshit excuses now. Yeah. I've been waiting. We we met yeah. in March, yeah. and I was told June first, so. and it's now August. So yeah. all right, we got a couple of other things yeah. to get to. We get nine minutes. So on the Lynette Perez scandal, um, she applied for money. It looked like it was pretty much a fake nonprofit, mm-hmm. but because she was the mayor's campaign manager, nobody's done anything about it. Um, as a member of the city council, did that come? Is that something that that? Uh, that comes before you, and is that something that you guys are concerned they, about, or have you guys all kind of moved we, on? Because we I
1: haven't moved on on that we yet, just, just yet. We just uh, approved uh, basically $4.4 uh, $4. 4 million in uh, grants. Now, whether she was part of the grants or not, I mean, I was. I, I have a thing against uh, uh, Lawrence General. Good for you. Lawrence General, they came up and they were looking for almost $52,000 for a, a pregnancy tracking program, yeah. they got 50000 Wait a minute. Giving money to Lawrence General, and I mean, I've heard that uh, there are some people that are involved in the tracking program that are related to some officials in this uh, city government. Shocking. Yes, shocking. But again, isn't giving money to Lawrence General, like sending coal to Newcastle, Let's get, it's like giving money to the Red Cross. Yeah, it is. Good. You know, I mean, you you got you got a CEO, the one that left. I mean, two thousand twenty-one, she made uh, eight hundred thousand dollars, she had a hundred or one hundred and fifty thousand dollar bonus. You got six or eight board of directors that are making anywhere between three and four hundred thousand dollars as board of directors, along with being a doctor at the hospital. Right? They 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 couldn't have. Th- Thrown a hat in the middle of the card table and said, "Well, here's ten thousand. Here's, here's a couple of thousand, right. and 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 made up the difference."
0: Right. Well, no, with that they pay no taxes. They pay no taxes to the city, and they're always coming to the city looking for money. Yeah, well, again— This is the kind of interview I was expecting out of Stephanie uh, Stephanie Infante, quite frankly. i got to tell you, when I kept asking her, like, what's coming up on the council? And she was always like, she's very diplomatic because she's such a nice person. She (laughs) tries to be nice. Rich doesn't try to be nice. That's what I
1: love about her. I dig. I'll be honest. I dig. But again, I I do it in a manner that, quite frankly, using the language—I don't piss people off. Right. You know, I, I leave them saying, Jesus. I'm pretty sure
0: we pissed people off today. Oh, no, that's yeah, for I sure. don't
1: care. <laughs> okay, I, uh, uh, back uh, three or four years ago when uh, Lawrence General built their uh, their new wing, that was a $28 million project. You know what the city got out of that? $280,000 in construction fees. That was it. That's that, it. That's all the city of Lawrence is ever going to see out of mm-hmm. that $28 million. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I, 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 got, I got a lot of weird things running through my head. Uh uh, I hear the fire department going up there a lot of times for uh, you know false alarms or faulty uh, alarm equipment. Right. Start charging them.
0: Right. Well, not only that, they were they were firing their heroes yeah. after COVID yeah. because they refused to get a shot. Yeah. Now these these poor nurses, yeah. these poor uh, you know technicians, these doctors that were considered heroes during COVID because they worked before there was a vaccine. Yeah. They're working one on one with literally with COVID patients that were dying. And then, when the federal government said, No, we want everyone to have a vaccine because we have, Pfizer needs to make more money, yeah. all of a sudden, the hospital told all their workers, if you don't get the vaccine, you're fired. The, the, you're fired. You worked before there was a vaccine and put your life on the line. And then they, then they fired people. Okay, this like, one, I wouldn't give these people a fucking dime. This, is, this one you're going to appreciate. You know I'm
1: a little off the wall. This is my
0: favorite show all year, i got to tell you okay.
1: right now. Uh, I, p- I put an agenda item on there. I want... Okay, now... President Biden and his infinite stu- wisdom... Uh, created a lot of COVID money. And then Congress changed it from COVID to APA, American Rescue Plan right. Act, okay? Right. Well, the way the money is being distributed, that APA doesn't stand for the rescue plan. It's another robbery politically authorized, okay? I put this on the agenda. I said, anybody in the city of Lawrence, any Lawrence resident that can prove that they got either a the, the COVID vaccine or they stood in line and froze their ass off, you know, in January, February to take, get a COVID test. And, you know, you know, I worked uh, there at VCS. I was getting tests every two weeks because I didn't want to impact, possibly impact any of the veterans uh, that came in there. Right. Uh, I froze my ass off, but being a surveyor, I'm used to it. So I put the thing on the agenda. Every Anyone that can prove that they had the, the shot or they had a test, Give them $100 out of the COVID money. Right.
0: No? They didn't want to we, do that? We,
1: we, we'll, we'll, take, we'll, we'll take this under advisement and send it up to the mayor's office. That was on uh, July 14th. Wow. Guess where it is? Nowhere. Still up in the mayor's. Right. Office. Here's, a, here's another one. You know, I'm, uh, again, I use the phrase cheap bastard. I got a thing against the stipends. You know, if, if they can pay you more money for doing something extra beyond your job assignment, you're being underworked in your job. No, overworked. No, you're being underworked. If you can squeeze in work to oh, do for the site, yeah. yeah. I, I put that on the thing. That was on, uh, that that went on uh, June 2nd. Okay, now, I took it up before Tim Hooten. I said, Tim, this is what I want to do. He has turned
0: out to be totally useless. Uh I, He's, I'm just going to say he, it. He's, I'm, I'm going to say what everyone else thinks is afraid to say. He's becoming a company man. He's mayor. a Let's nice look. guy, but he's he, turned yes, out to yes, be totally exactly. useless.
1: So he, uh, he, he wrote the ordinance. He created the ordinance numbers and everything. It came down before the ordinance committee. You know what the ordinance committee did? Let's send it up to the city attorney to see if it's legal. <laughs> Come on, the guy wrote the damn
0: thing. <laughs> I have no idea where that thing is. We got three minutes left. Can we talk a little bit about some of the positive things that made opinion? Because we've kicked them, we've kicked them a little bit today. Um, I'm looking at the number of streets that are being paved. I'm looking at a lot of the construction that's going on. He's he's trying to get Lawrence to regain control of their schools. Can we talk about some of that?
1: Yeah, sure. I got no problem with the uh, uh, Lawrence trying to get regain schools. Uh, I don't know why. the the uh, What's his face? Jeff Riley's got such a thing about keeping control of it, yeah. uh, the system. I would just as soon get rid of it. Right. Uh, you know, give us another 10 years, and then the state can take us over again. Right. But, I mean, hell, high school, they can't teach
0: boys how to wear
1: pants properly.
0: Right. You know? They, they don't. Need, they don't teach them how to tell time. They can't no. do math in their head. Yeah, but they all know about abortion, global warming, and gay
1: marriage. Yeah, and uh, and uh, if we get her, if we get her pregnant, she's got a daycare, case daycare day case center for the kid uh, next. We are uh, right. right. You know, I mean it's stuff like that. Yeah, Brian. Brian is doing a good job. I like him. He's a very personable individual. Uh, he's out there. Uh, yes, he's getting stuff done. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's being done. It's. Years uh, in the making. Year, years, yeah, years in that, the making. It should have been done, but there's a lot of things that are being done, and there's a lot of shortcuts that are being taken. And, okay, all those streets up there up between Park and Arlington, you know, uh, that they made one way, mm-hmm. the citizens were not notified at all that that was going to happen. Right. You know, I mean, well, I'm still, I say I, all of us, is, uh, well, well what's, what's her face? Anna and uh, Selena, I assume, are still catching uh, hell. How come we didn't uh, find out about this stuff? But you know it is what it is. Uh, you know, other than that,
0: you doing know, a great job with the road the road pavings.
1: Oh yeah, I like the three big uh, big big ass uh, sink sinkholes. We got one on Wa- uh, West Street. Yeah, we got one there that's been in front of uh, uh, on uh, Broadway, and then they just got another one that showed up at uh, Broadway and uh, Lowell Street. They got barrels, you know, and I, you know. Again, how come the, How come we don't have a, an inspector out there checking this stuff to make sure this stuff is good to go? Right. You know, I mean, I, I, I look at I mean, I, I admit I've got a construction background. I've been around it. I know a lot more than a few people. I You're mean,
0: running for re-election. we got a minute left. Okay. You're running for re-election. How do people get in touch with you? How do they make a donation? Uh, people should donate. Rich doesn't have a lot of money, so you should donate.
1: Yeah, I, uh, Facebook, uh, Rich Russell. Okay. Okay. Uh, that that's my basic thing. Uh, do you have
0: like a PayPal or something no, that people can you send know, you money? No. no,
1: they just get a hold of me. Uh, you know, they, they are my yeah. address is uh, out there. They can uh, send. Well, I legitimate legally, I can't accept donations. <coughs> Excuse me for saying legally. <laughs> we know what goes on. Uh, one last thing before you uh, yeah. we we uh, kill the show. You talked about the comedy. Yes. Night,
0: Friday yeah. Friday night. Come.
1: How do you think? Today's wokes of society would do if Actually, Bunker and Red Fox showed oh, up. Jesus
0: Christ, there'd be a total meltdown <laughs> all over know the country. It. Can you imagine if Andrew Dice Clay? Oh, Jesus. Can you imagine these people These people would have, the hospitals would be full and I'll be having aneurysms. I know it, I know it.
1: You know, and, uh, you know, and, and I, I got to say one thing, and I think you'll agree with me. Uh, you, you know what I used to do uh, on Facebook, and I think Brenda's doing a pretty good job in keeping the reins tight on me because I got to tell being a nice guy, it sucks.
0: <laughs> you know it. <laughs> I have no idea what being a nice guy is like. Yeah, so uh, no, well, <laughs> no way back when, time. Right, let's it. roll up, Mel. Thank you very much uh, to Rich Russell. You got to yeah. come back. This was fun. Yeah, I had a lot. Of, like, the, a lot of times, I'll have people here and I'll have I like struggle to get them to keep yeah. talking. And this was a lot of fun because you don't hold anything back, no. which is
1: great. Everybody deserves to hear the truth. If
0: only more politicians were like you, boy. I'll tell you, the public would be so much more informed. I want to thank McLennan Real Estate, Century Twenty One. Free shout out to JG's Ice Cream. Pleasant Valley Landscaping, Dave Idconsoli. We're going to get him to Sevmar to try the lamb chops. Uh, AFC Urgent Care, Mercurio Law Office, Clear Path for Veterans, New England, Tomo and Shaken and Seafood, Borelli's Deli, EIS Investigation, Marston Inside Construction, Zanny Pesci Law Office, Who Did I Miss? Stacks in Haverhill, Loaded in Haverhill, and Par 28 right here in Salem, New Hampshire. Tonight, go to Sadie's. What time, Chrissy? Uh, we kick off at 6.30. 6.30 for Music Bingo. The money is going to go to TMF. That helps the homeless in Lawrence. And, uh, and and don't forget tomorrow night at 8.30 at China Blossom. I'm going to be judging the comedy contest. It's going to be a lot of fun. Sounds like Melvin Taylor says you got to go home. Before you go, yep. don't forget the bash, the end of next March. Yes. yes. 20th, 20th anniversary bash. 20th anniversary. anniversary. So go home already.